0: How's it going? Welcome to the Trades and Grades podcast. I'm your host Noah Wright. Alongside me is Camden Gongler and Caleb Neamey. We are back at it. Uh, Caleb and Camden were gone last week. We had a nice little special guest at my brother Mick Wright. Uh, hopefully he sufficed. Uh, what were you guys doing last week? Do tell.
1: Yeah, I was in Fort Walton, Florida, enjoying some nice beach vacation and so sadly missed out on this amazing podcast, but uh, glad to be back this week.
0: Camden.
2: I couldn't hear anyone and, and then I lost <laughs> service. Uh, not too bad. Putting green's going well. The dog um, has joined the house. Everyone say hi to Boo who's attempting to hop into her butterfly chair and ignore the random comforter on the couch because we don't want dog hair on dark colored stuff but yeah dude not too bad
0: okay well i mean the, the, the question more was like what were you doing last week to which you could make the podcast
2: what day was it <laughs> wednesday
0: last week <laughs> well, what, I mean, dude, I, what excuse what did i with?
2: No, no i'm I, pretty like, sure you,
0: you had it you had a roommate, uh, oh yes, prospective roommate come he, over. He
2: did. He did. He stayed the night. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? I think it went well. I mean.
1: Did he sleep in your bed?
2: No, I slept on the, on the couch. I'm sitting. Please on. clarify for the, the viewers. Yeah, I no, don't know. The, did you have socks couch on? Or? Rolls out into a full-size bed. We can do. If you guys want to waste some time. I mean, like, I can <laughs> put the sheets on it for you, show you what it looks like to lay on it, like.
0: No, no, we're good. I guess we'll just take your word for it, but uh, we're glad that you're back. We're going to go over some uh, some crucial wide receiver sells. some wide receivers that we think right now are either overvalued, overhyped. You feel like you should sell now, cash in, whatever it might be. Um, and so, I mean, we're really at like kind of the dead point, I guess, of the dynasty season, more or less, even though it's year round. it's I mean, right now it's June 29th. There's not a lot you know, going on. Um, and so we're just trying to grind through this and, you know, maybe this is a great time to be making some trades for your team um, until, before we know it, it's going to be football season. I mean, come August, sort of having uh, some preseason games and then, you know, be here before we know it. So making these moves now is, uh, is pretty important. So um, I'll go ahead and I'll go first. I don't feel like I go first ever. So I'll I'll go ahead and take it up if you guys don't I'll mind. go ahead
2: and go first. Yeah, uh, I do mind. No oh, uh, My first, oh, okay. I'm just kidding. Go for it.
0: This guy. All right, well, my first. This uh, one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> stop. This one is like I don't know. This one. It's a little controversial, I guess. Um, but I'm basing this solely off of keep trade cut ranking. So for right or for wrong, that's where I'm getting this, you know, information from. And you can we, we can talk about sleeper ADP as well. But my first, this wide receiver, my first one selling is Drake London, which I know is going to be devastating. For Caleb to hear, but hear me out. So right now, keep trade cut. He's going as wide receiver 12. And I just, I, I cannot pay those prices right now because of the people who are below him that are notable. So here's right now the people that are below him and keep trade cut. Wide receiver 13, Tyreek Hill. 14, Michael Pittman. 15, DJ Moore. Uh, we'll go to 17, Deontay Johnson. Um even going down to, like, 20, Chris Godwin, that one's kind of a – I mean, it's it's a tough one because he's coming off the injury. No injury, I'm taking Chris Godwin. But, I mean, there's a plethora of guys down here. Um, even going down to, like, you could argue Hollywood Brown as well. Um, so, it's – I don't know. I feel like – I guess I'm just not seeing, the, like, the entire um, hype of him being up there with wide receiver 12. Do I think it's in his realm of possibilities over the course of his career absolutely this year i think we'd be i'd be happy if he was a top if he's a wide receiver two based on his current situation he's probably looking at maybe wide receiver three levels probably you know between 24 to you know 36 or whatever um because he's got basically no quarterback situation i'm not really riding with Mariota or desmond ritter and you know he does he's got kyle pitts to go up against which i think I mean, that's not really hurting you. Maybe it honestly helps you just because of that, you know, maybe getting off a better cornerback or whatever. But at any rate, wide receiver 12 is just a little too – I I just don't see it at this point um, to be like, yeah, I'm going to take Drake London over Tyreek Hill straight up. I get the age factor and all of that. But I think redraft should have more of a weight. Like if you're trying to win now, you're obviously taking this guy like Tyreek Hill, Deontay – I mean, Deontay Johnson, I don't know what – this guy did to anybody else would be down by a wide receiver 17 every year when you literally couldn't get a worse quarterback than big ben in a wheelchair last year like barely even like doing anything like noodle arm ben i don't care Mitch Trubisky or kenny pickett like there's just no way it's going to be they they can't be worse than what he doesn't even
2: drop it anymore that was the biggest knock against him he doesn't drop it like i'm pretty sure he had like very little drop last year
0: so he, he like is
2: disrespected year in year out. Sorry. Yeah,
0: that's a low key buy right there. I mean, let's still that out. But like I yeah. said, wide receiver twelve, like that's just a little too high for me. I
2: I agree. I everything you said I echo. I have nothing more to add to that. I, I I think. Sorry, I do have something to add to it. Um, <laughs> I think he's so high because of Pittman and Amon Rossing Brown. Who where, where's Amon Rob falling? Like. I, I, that's why I think he's so high. If you listen to people argue why he's going to be so good, who do they bring up why he's going to be so good? Pittman and Amara Ross St. Brown. So if you're telling me you could get Pittman after this guy right now? And Amara yeah. Ross St. Brown, the, the ball's out a little bit more still, I feel like, especially with more of a supporting cast this year. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm yeah. with you. I like I'm him. Gonna... But maybe not at that.
0: Right, Price. yeah, I'm on Ross Saint Brown's wide receiver 32 right now on keep trade cut. By the way, I think he's like wide receiver 18, or sorry, 19, wide receiver like 28 or something like that on sleeper ADP.
2: So he's so, well behind Drake. Yeah.
0: So I have
1: uh, Drake London as my wide receiver 14. So I don't have him that far behind. I think the the problem with the the keep trade cut like rankings in particular is just the fact that there's not like a lot of quality like if you look at the landscape of the dynasty wide receivers this offseason like there's not just like those like of course you got the guys at the top like the young studs like the justin jefferson's from our chases but like if you kind of go through you're just kind of like oh like nothing like that like makes you just like want to jump out and i think that's really caused the drake london like hype to continue out of control because you're like we got this like alpha young wide receiver like if he just puts up a decent season his first year like it's going to be there but i mean to hold that wide receiver 12 price tag it's going to take uh, like a who wide you, receiver you, two season
2: who do you think is going to have a bigger target share Pitts or london because to me i if i were quarterback i guess i'd throw to Pitts. but he's on my team so maybe i'm a little biased but i feel like Pitts is a more i would throw it yeah
1: but i don't think yeah, it, I, mean, I don't think it matters because i think both of them are going to get more than 25 percent yeah like there's yeah, yeah. they're
0: going to get theirs regardless um but yeah it's and I, I don't know. I think uh, Sleeper ADP has got him at, like, wide receiver 15. So, like, that's pretty – that's around where you're at, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think that just – I think you could get him cheaper a year from now, personally. I don't think he's going to have a great year. Obviously, you're going to have maybe hype. But I think right after the season ends and maybe, like, you know, in that January, February before the draft, you could – Get him for cheaper than what you'd be able to get him for right now. I don't see him being wide receiver twelve next year, but I don't know. Like, look what Javante Williams did. Where, What's up? like, he did nothing. He was what running back, like twenty something. He was basically tied Melvin Gordon. His situation didn't change at all, except for the coaching staff. Which I mean, like, obviously that's a, like that's a big change. But like in terms of this, like, he still has Melvin Gordon there, and yet he's catapulted up into the top five basically for running backs for basically doing nothing. And so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll see that with Drake London What's a as well. fair trade
2: price for Drake London? Cause just evaluating the 2023 class, in my mind, if you can get, I don't know, like the wide receiver class, I think we've talked about this before, it's not that much weaker with a crap ton of running backs. So, for me, if he's wide receiver 12 to 15, 16, wherever he, he falls in your respective league and you can get like, 2023 20, first round and another first round, like, 24 or whatever. Like, if you can get a bunch of picks for him, to me, I would probably do that all day long. Yeah. So I think you can get someone just as good, in my opinion, next year.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it depends, really, on, you know, who's going to actually come out. But, like, off the top of your head, I'm taking for sure, for sure, Jackson Smith the Jigba and Keishon exactly. Bouttey. I'm taking both those over him. And how many
2: running backs go before them? So oh, right,
0: for sure. But then, okay. So then you have that. Then you have what Xavier Worthy is he coming out next year? He should be 23, right? Or is he 24? He's
1: 24.
0: Okay. Do you have Quentin Johnston? I think 23. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Addison, who just won the Blitnikoff. he's going to USC, so he's gonna ball out. And then Josh Downs, I'm pretty sure from UNC, who had a pretty good year last year. I think he's 23 as well. So, I mean, just off of, like, those – just those five guys alone. I don't know. What's uh, Marvin Harrison Jr.? I thought he was 23 too, right? No, he was, he's he's 24. 24 he's 24. Yeah. Is he really? He was a mm-hmm.
2: freshman this last year. I think the rule is three years in college, right? Yeah.
0: No, it is. I just can't remember what year he was. Yeah. So, at any rate, I mean, like, you have five guys right there. And the, That's not even mentioning anybody from Alabama because they're going to reload. And, like, who knows? i would got to have to go back and look because I've I played Debbie. But, like, obviously not a ton. So – but yeah, those five wide receivers right there. I mean, you can make the argument for I would say pretty much any of them. And then like you said, it's probably the strongest running back class I mean, that's been you, in like probably three or four years. Probably I Jonathan guess that's Taylor's my
2: class. like, what's worst case? You get picked ten or twelve, and you land someone similar. What's best yeah. case? You get one one or a top even top five. Like I think you're looking even better than you were. Um, with drink London, so I don't know. Right, That's my take for the price, I, I like that sell.
0: So. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, um, guess we'll move on. We'll, we'll let Camden go. We'll hear what Camden's oh. got to say about his first sell.
2: Yeah, my first one is Tyler Lockett. Um, for obvious reasons, I feel like Tyler Lockett um, doesn't have anyone to throw the ball to, unless you count Drew Lock, who puts on for a city. But does not, in fact, put on for his team. Um, supposedly, the Seahawks are pretty big on Drew Lockett, from what I've heard, which, which I'm not, I'm not big on him myself. So, I think competing with DK. Obviously, he's been boomer bust before, but that's with Russ. I think you take away a great quarterback. His age is going up. I think mean, while you might not be able to get as much as you could have historically because of these situations, for me, I don't see. I just see a downhill from there. I'm I'm near the peak on his like graph. It's like do oh it's like doo-hoo. he's like he's up there. He's gonna be coming down. So that's that's my take on it.
0: All right. Noah, yeah. Trying
2: to stump, first of all, for Noah talks, I would just like to preface Noah's been trying to trade this bum for months to everyone in our league, so let's hear it.
0: More or less. So here's where I'm at with Tyler Lockett. I think that over the last couple of months, you're right, I had a time that I had started trying to sell him, that was prior to it's always prior to the news that Russell Wilson was gonna get traded. Like, I was selling him before then because I was trying to rebuild at the time. Yep. And then and then afterwards, yeah, he's obviously his value took a hit. And so, like, I was just trying to see what people would give. And it's, it's ridiculous. People see this guy, as absolutely nothing. And so, to me, I'm going to completely flip this round. He's a buy for me. Because right now, keep, keep trade yours. cut. Okay, here's, here's one. Who do you want, Tyler Lockett or Rondale Moore?
2: Who the hell would pick Rondale Moore? Like, come on.
0: Keep trade cut. Right now, Tyler Lockett's wide receiver, 56. Okay,
2: well, 56
0: over it. Rondale Moore wide receiver 53 Russell Gage wide receiver 51 are you kidding me it, like, the hate is absolutely out of control but do you and, actually
2: think like okay to, just to play devil's advocate no one's going to trade Rondo Moore like I, that's not even remotely close ranking people can put on paper but bro in your home league or whatever no one's going to be like Rondo Moore for Tyler Lockett and no one's going to be like yep like no you know not trusting. that low.
0: Tristan loves Rondo more, but I agree. I think that's ridiculous. Like,
2: Tristan's on crack, but I'm gonna go. I, I would take bit. Rondo. Actually,
1: yeah, actually,
0: I, no. I'll give you. I I'm just extremely low on Rondo personally.
2: I don't know. The age thing is the, one of the biggest factors to me. I didn't touch on that too much. I did. I think I did say it, but how old is he? Like twenty. He's twenty nine. Twenty nine, like
0: but he turned twenty nine this year. The only
2: situation I see him. Doing a lot better in is if he gets traded somewhere, and I just don't know how reasonable right. that is. And even then, like if you look at most of your contenders or QBs that you'd want them paired up with, I feel like most of them have good weapons already. So even then, I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. So
0: here, here's we'll, we'll go with not keep trade cat. We'll let's go with sleeper ADP, which I feel like okay. is probably more accurate. Sure. Wide receiver fifty. Okay. And that's after Christian Kirk, uh, Chase Claypool, Scum. Gabe Davis, um, and then honestly, once you get, it's mostly like you start getting these older wide receivers. I would, like, I would I mean,
2: take all three of those guys you named though, uh, rather rather than Lockett.
0: See, that's just like that's outrageous to me because Lockett's had four seasons in a row where he hasn't finished worse than wide receiver seventeen. With like, Russell Wilson
2: as his quarterback.
0: Yeah, but he's that doesn't mean like he's you think not going to lock
2: on for his team yes or no. Gino I mean, Smith? I don't even know.
0: We don't even know if that's going to be the quarterback. Like okay, we still Gino have Smith. Baker and Jimmy G. Team? We still have Baker and Jimmy G that we don't know. As soon as Baker bro, signs the there, Seahawks as soon as Baker signs there, the your
2: You're 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 pushing that smoke trying to get someone out of the league to trade for him right now, bro. do You don't, not, you don't you think, think they're going to win. Why would you trade for Jimmy G or Baker? They're not going to
0: trade. They're not going to trade. They're going to wait for the Browns to cut Baker. And as soon Why would as they you cut sign him, him though? That's so you can say
2: mediocre, for for what? Like, are either Man. one of those guys franchise quarterbacks? Baker, no. I'd argue bro. Baker is 100, percent
0: 100. The Browns, you can, the, the Bears Browns can
2: draft him or take him. He's
0: nah. yours, dude. He literally played on what, or like a torn torn labrum all last season. Like he literally, he is a great leader. He's a great personality inside the locker room. He fights with everything. If he, he literally screwed himself by doing what he did. That's the only reason why he sucked last year. The Browns were absolutely terrible before he got there and they went five hundred and then had chances to go to the playoffs. Dude, but look at their roster.
2: They're good at all their other skill positions as well. Like it's not like their
0: wide receivers are terrible. They're literally dog. They're they're so bad.
2: They're mad. Now, now they have Mark I mean, Cooper.
0: Now they have Mark Cooper, they're actually decent. But like, yeah, job. Then you had he had,
2: didn't he have Odell Beckham Jr. and he couldn't freaking. And Jarvis. Yeah, like dude. Dude, you can't tell me they're. Oh man, like, like, he had weapons, bro, to do something that's not, more than he did. A
0: washed, a washed
2: Landry and a washed OBJ. Okay, bro,
0: they OBJ both weren't J watched when they started. Yeah. yeah, no
2: OBJ. He's not what he was, but dude, he showed us in LA. He's not as bad as Baker Mayfield made him.
0: But you still okay? You're saying that okay? Let's look, 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 scenario. Lockett gets Baker.
2: You have an unbelievable play action, first of all, with any running back you want to draw on the play action. You have a great offensive line. You have a great defense. What are you talking about? At the time, pretty good wide receivers. He's talking about the rounds. Yeah. I'm talking
0: about – okay, I just asked you a question. I said if Baker goes to the Seahawks with Lockett, do you think that Lockett would be a top 24 wide receiver?
2: No. I think he'll he'll move up a good amount, but – in my opinion, I just don't see either one of those th- – I don't see the Seahawks getting Baker. doesn't make sense for their timeline. I think they'd rather lose every single game and try to get one of these next QBs. It's going to be great. I think every team tries to do that personally. I Unless you're – like, to me, the situation where you would try to go out and get Baker is the one he just left, which is why I don't like him, where you have a good defense, you have your running backs, you have – like, I don't know.
0: I mean, I've said what I've had to say about that. I think that I mean to say that he's wide receiver fifty is just after he's had four seasons of being a wide receiver one or a mid wide receiver two is just like I don't even care who the quarterback is. Like that's just crazy to me. I, I understand there's age difference there, but like that's that's so far off any logical anything to me. So, but is
2: he? I, let, let me ask you this: Do you think he appreciates his value or depreciates his value? For the rest of his career, because I guess my main point is, I don't think he will ever appreciate in value. I think he'll. Well, really I mean, appreciate from here on out. That's but fine. That means you can buy him for cheap.
0: I don't care what his value is. If you can buy him for cheap, and then he bought, and then he still has a wide receiver two, or even like a mid wide receiver three season, and you paid uh, at most a sec. I mean, that's like a second rounder, probably a late second. If you're paying like at the prices that it's saying, that's almost third level. Like that's. Nutso. He's behind David Bell, and David Bell's worth a third rounder slash I'd, late second.
2: I'd probably rather have David Bell, honestly.
0: I'm just saying, like, for what you're getting, that's just like, I don't know. That just seems astonishingly low. Depends
2: what mode you're in, I guess. I'm looking Yeah,
0: 100%. If you're, if, you're,
2: if you're. That was if I, I had like ooh. a championship season going.
0: Yeah, but like, even if you're, even if you're like, I'm thinking about this, even if you are. Rebuilding. You're, you're selling him for peanuts right now. I'd rather him get into the season and, like, you're basically saying he's going to have a worse season than 50 other wide receivers. I I'd don't rather pair him
2: with something else to trade for someone else rather than locking Well, if you like, can,
0: but, like, his value is, like, zero. So you, why would you even sell him now? He w- you might as well wait until he actually does yeah, what I he's just been doing. I get
2: him personally, but. You just what? I just would never get him. So I'd never have to. I'm spell. saying
0: if he's on your team and you are. Hey, a team. team. Oh my gosh! Never mind. I'm not saying any more hypotheticals.
2: It's an move on to the next.
0: Rest. Okay, just move on to the next.
1: My cell is going to be C D Lamb. I think it's pretty clear. C D Lamb's right now going off in most drafts and before going off, keep a trade cut as the wide receiver three, which is really too high considering the fact that he hasn't really put up a wide receiver one finish yet. In two years, of course, we all love him. He plays amazing. Like when you see the flashes, his your highlights, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's great. Um, but the thing is, is he's like the only player in like the top six that really hasn't produced at all. And so if he doesn't produce again this year, his value is absolutely going to go tanky down. And even if he does produce this year, there's no way that he jumps Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson unless something crazy happens to either of them like not playing football anymore. So if I had CD Lamb, I'd be looking to sell. Uh, I know Jordan, a guy in my league, he watches, and he's been trying to get CD Lamb like the last two years, and this year, this offseason, he's been pretty quiet. So um, I would I would just say that if you can't sell CD Lamb, do it. Tear down. Um, and if you can't, like I guess you might just hold him and hope that he becomes like some mega superstar because otherwise next offseason he will not be the wide receiver three in Dynasty.
2: Shout out, Jordan. Love you, dude. Shout out, Jordan. Yeah, that's
0: a uh, that's a tough one. I don't know it. That is what right now. I think the wide receiver, like the top like ten or twelve, is such a weird zone because you have like obvious Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, and then like, Cooper Cup's pretty much near the three or the four. I feel like for most people, and then it's like a big bunch of just like I don't even know. They're all, like, kind of interchangeable. I feel like CD is, like, he should be there. He should be, like, contending to be, like, that three or the four. And, I mean, he is in some, but I just don't see him as the wide receiver three or four in Dynasty. So, I kind of agree with you there. It's just kind of like a – it's almost like a dead zone. Like, you can't go wrong with many of those wide receivers. But, like, it's just he hasn't been able to prove it, I don't think, yet. Like you said, he's he's had, what, like two seasons – of, like, wide receiver 20 or so, I think. I don't know, was wide receiver 22 and wide receiver 19. So, I mean, obviously it's not bad, but to say he's going to be the number three or four wide receiver in Dynasty, it's just, like, I just don't see him as that. He has everything improved this season because you have no more Amari Cooper. It's just, it's just him and Schultz, basically. Um, and so, if he can't, like, I feel like last year we saw – Schultz get a lot more of the targets that I thought towards the end of the season, like CD was going to get, because he really kind of fell off towards the end of the season. I feel like he was doing solid. And then like the last, last handful of games, he had 11 points, 10.4, eight, six and a half. Like, that's just, I don't know why that happened the way that it did because he played fine snap shares It wasn't like he wasn't playing. Um, But yeah, it was just kind of weird. I watched some of those games because Mick had him on his team and he was getting so upset because it was during the playoffs and CD was just like sucking it up, and I watched all the games. And they weren't even they weren't even targeting him. Like they hit two targets in the last game of the season. So yeah, I don't know. I I want to I want to like him a lot. Like I want him to be like, yes, this is wide receiver three. This is wide receiver four. Like he's on your team. Like I'm excited. I'm, he's gonna ball out. But if he's on my team, I'm kind of nervous. So I don't mind. I don't mind selling him. But I I just don't. I guess it just depends on what league you're in, what they're valuing him as. Like if you can get like a couple first firsts for him, then I would do that hundred percent.
2: He's interesting. There's sometimes earlier in the season where I'd watch him and I'm like, Oh, he's good. Another time where it's just like, what is he, what is he doing out there? I, I'd be curious to see his stats with and without Amari Cooper. So I think Amari Cooper has been hurt for a little bit these last two years, but I always like Aaron towards the safe side of things. And i I kind of agree with Caleb
0: here. Yeah, okay, so Amari Cooper, we can go through, like, he missed basically two, we'll say three games, because the game he came back from his injury.
2: Well, he had, he, yeah, he had some he rib didn't, problems, like, right?
0: Yeah, so he missed weeks 13, or sorry, 11, 12, and then 13, he barely played at all. So if we go back to C.D. Lamb and see how he did in those weeks, let's see 11, 12, 13, looking through his game logs, he went – he only played 54% of the snaps in that ele- week 11 against Kansas City. He only had four points. 12, he was also out. And then 13, um, he had 13 targets for seven receptions. He ended up having 19.2 points. So that one was pretty solid game. But there's not a whole lot there to be able to say, like, oh, because Mark Cooper's gone,
2: uh, yeah. now he's
0: going to fall out. We had a really small sample share. And he didn't it makes really
2: me even more nervous.
0: Yeah, he did the game that Mark Cooper was – Played thirty some percent when he's come back from injury. He had thirteen targets, which I mean that's pretty good. It's the second highest of the season, so I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, I don't know if I'm selling them necessarily. I guess it just depends on the price, but I I, would. I don't disagree with it. I'll just say that. So, all right, moving on to my second one, um, I. I'm not even sure this is really going to be based off of like ADP or anything like that or rankings, um, but it's Debo Samuel, and I don't I don't want to knock Debo because like he absolutely balled out. He had a fantastic year last year, wide receiver three. Like he's the you know Swiss Army knife, do it all running back, wide receiver, all this stuff. Um, what? But I just don't know if he's going to be able to retain those types of numbers consistently. Obviously, the wear and tear in your body, I mean, he kind of held out waiting for a different contract situation. And the rumor was because he wasn't happy with the way he's being used. You obviously have uh, Mike McDaniel, McDaniels. I always forget if there's an S on there. Um, going down to Miami, so there goes the you know, offensive brain, which I'm not super concerned with, but you know that could change uh, quite a bit. Um, in the quarterback situation there, we don't really know what train if Trey Lance is gonna be the quarterback. He probably I don't think they're gonna go with Jimmy G, but you just we still don't know that yet. And I don't know how good Trey Lance is. Obviously, we've talked about him. Came and had him as a buy. Liked him for his rushing upside. So he's a much more rushing oriented quarterback than Jimmy G is. So there's just a lot of variables there that I feel like right now is gonna be the highest that you'll probably see him. Maybe the next he could have a great year next year and he could he could be at the same spot that he is now, um, next all season, but I just don't see long term longevity with Deba. I'd rather sell right now and kind of cash in on what his value is, so
2: I agree. hundred percent. I look to him as one of one of the guys I wanted to talk about as a sell. It'll just be interesting to see how they if they can if San Fran continues to use him as a running back as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um Because clearly, I think he's on record saying he doesn't want to be.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Caleb?
1: I think Debo's a hard one because I think, uh, yeah, he's definitely overpriced. But if you have him, you're probably trying to sell him. And if you don't have him, you're not really trying to buy him. So he's kind of a hold, um, especially considering the fact that Trey Lance is going to be the new starting quarterback. You don't know what that's going to look like. And then, of course, like he's been injured the previous two seasons. So we haven't gotten to see a full –
2: has he reported to the camps or whatever he did, yeah he is yeah so that's i guess that was another thing you could sounds like he'll play but you you could uh i mean isn't he on video saying like i'm not gonna like
0: right well here's according to jeremy fowler from three days ago he still has not rescinded his trade requests from earlier earlier this offseason so he's (laughs) basically saying his desire for a new contract and frustration with his role within the offense. as a reason why he skipped the 49ers OTAs. He did attend the team's mandatory uh, mini camp, um, but he still hasn't rescinded that saying he doesn't want to be traded. So take that, I guess, for whatever you think it's worth. Um, But, yeah, obviously there is not a whole lot of um, positivity going on in that camp. With Him and whatever the situation is, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, again, this is very league dependent. I mean, if you if you aren't getting what the prices are saying, then you're obviously going to hold. But if people are are really high on him based off what happened last year, then I would personally cash in. So I, it sounds like everybody's kind of on the same boat with that.
2: Just in general, as a CPA, I feel like I err on the side of safer things. Fantasy football is no different. So. I feel like that's I mean, sometimes a lot of my players I like stem from and shout out to Jordan again. I feel like me and Jordan like a lot of the same players sometimes. Um he's also a CPA, so kind of makes sense.
0: Sometimes you gotta risk it for the biscuit but for me right that's here true. that's 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 not gonna this isn't gonna be it. So um we'll move on to the next one. Who is it? Camden? Yeah, move on to so your second one.
2: Amari Cooper's um a sell for me and there's a lot of unknown around amari cooper but my biggest points behind that is one he's the only wide receiver really passing threat now left in that offense so i think he will see a lot of um coverage thrown at him and two um i don't think deshaun watson will play this season and i don't think baker mayfield will play for the season so it leaves a question who's throwing him the ball and the answer is, is probably not going to be anyone good so, Jacoby uh, Brissett. Yeah, I mean, Amari Cooper might be a longer-term play, but I, I, think there's a lot of people out there still who think Sean Watson might play and might be willing to, to uh, take a swing at the upside that he may present. But for me, I'm gonna err on the side of safe again, and uh, I'm gonna bounce on that one.
0: Yeah, I, I don't really know what to make of it, like. He's, he's kind of in a weird zone. I, I see him more as probably like a hold, I guess, because I don't really know anyone that's like dying to get him. But like you said, like if, if somebody does see the upside where they think that Deshaun Watson's going to play uh, this year, maybe a majority of the year, half of the year, whatever it is, and they're willing to be like, yeah, I think, my, you know, the contender maybe they're willing to like give up. Uh, I don't see a, a realm of possibility of anybody giving up a first, but maybe like a second and another player that's younger, or even um, just
2: younger guy in general. Yeah.
0: And so I'm trying to think of anything that would be, that would make a whole lot of sense. Maybe the contender to maybe, I don't know. I think like Devontae Smith comes to mind, but that might be a little too pricey. I, he had a, you know, maybe a little bit of a letdown last year, younger guy you could get. Um, Rashad Bateman could be an interesting one. I'm going to
2: see where what's is not signs. Julio. I've seen Julio linked to Baltimore. 'd be I'd be really curious how that impacted Bateman's value just I don't know. yeah names, just because of the name the big names swing a lot of weight whether they should or not I will say yeah
0: I uh, yeah I mean the hypothetically shouldn't so I, I just don't see Julio probably having anything left in the tank but that, right. would, that would be interesting um but yeah I don't know Mark Cooper is kind of in a weird spot for me I' am not looking I'm not going out to look Try and get them by any means, but if you're a contender, I guess, and maybe you can swing a deal with someone who's scared, then I guess that'd be good. But I, I agree, I, I'm not, I'm not really in on that.
1: Okay, the the chance to sell was like two months ago. I know, I I in one of my leagues, I did get a 23 first for Mari Cooper. I will say that was one of my proud one of my proud moments. But that was like right after Deshaun Watson signed; like the hype was there. We got some
2: like sound effects and like stuff where like Caleb gets in like a jail right now.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, I I think it's official. Like no one's trading with me in that league after they saw that deal go down. But I think I think Amari Cooper. Like even I think we've mentioned. Like I'm going to mention my I guess sell here in a second. But I think he's undervalued a little bit. But he also is like appropriately valued because of the situation. So it's kind of a weird. Meet him like I know Christian Watson's like right behind Amari Cooper, and like I'll take Amari Cooper all day. Like, I take Amari Cooper over Jahan Dotson, even with the quarterback situation. I don't know. I I don't know. I think some of the rookies Mm -hmm. are really overvalued and keep track cut, though. That's just a side note.
2: A lot of rookie phenomenon goes on every year, but in general, I don't know. Like, yeah, that 2023 class is undeniably stronger if this class right. is where they are right now, is every top 10 in every position going to be the 2023 class next year? Like, I don't know.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't know. The, the Jahan Dotson one that, one, that one was an interesting one. I think he kind of, from a value standpoint, the Cooper definitely holds that. Um, I don't know. I really like Jahan Dotson. Um, but I just don't. Like you said, the, the rookie hype, can kind of take over. So I, I think it's you look back like a couple months ago and you'd be like, man, that would be kind of a terrible trade if you traded Jahan Dotson straight up for Mark Cooper, like Mark Cooper, obviously. But the farther we get along, like each year that Mark Cooper gets older, he's like, what is he, like twenty nine? And if Deshaun, you know, Deshaun Watson doesn't play this whole year, all of a sudden next year he's thirty. And yet it so I don't know. Things change quickly. So yeah, that would be That'd be interesting. I think you still of have to go with Cooper and Twenty
2: Eight. I don't know what his 28. is,
0: Okay. Well at least he's got his he's not getting the thirty eight yet, but
2: he's um, definitely getting paid. He's making twenty million dollars on yeah.
0: Not too shabby. All right, well you sell
2: him, he can uh, buy your house and your bank, so
0: I guess that Caleb and I both don't have a third one. I guess we should have Camden go first, but whatever. Camden, you just want to run through your third one?
2: Um uh, I mean, we don't have to. It can be a fake third one. I want this. I don't feel super strongly either way about this. But Gabriel Davis, I feel like, just had that phenomenal playoff game that everyone watched. And now everyone thinks he's going to be, like, putting up Amon Ross St. Brown end of season last year numbers every game. I just don't see that happening. I like him. I think he'll take a step forward. But, dude, he's not putting up. The numbers he put up on that AFC championship game every game. I just feel like, I don't know. Like, he's a, like, I think he's a good player. And he, he, maybe he does. I don't know. But I feel like a lot of people are basing their rankings of him off of like a one game sample size. To me, when I look at his, I can look again right now, but I'm pretty sure his like snap share is not incredibly great. Um, his targets are hit or miss. Like, outside of that one game that everyone watched, I don't know, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, this, the reason why I wanted you to say this is because there's been so much hype in the last couple months, especially on Twitter and stuff, of, like, it's just been unbelievable. Like, it's either you, you're on one side of the aisle or you're not. I've always been in the middle. So, he did have
2: a great snap share, actually, the last five games of the season. I don't think he played in the New England game, but but, like, the snap
0: share, I, I Yeah, um, I mean, he, he, did he really okay, didn't do but... squat for the first, yeah, the first 13 weeks of the season. He didn't do anything. And all of a sudden he came on the scene he had two bigger games and then obviously that playoff game. But I, I think it's just almost solely to do with Josh Allen and being tied to Josh Allen. Like, well, they only have Stephon Diggs there, so he's got to be the wide, wide receiver too. And if you're on a good offense and you're the wide receiver too, you have to be good. And that doesn't necessarily correlate with him going to be, you know, a top, 20 wide receiver whatever people might yeah. think that he's going to be and i can't find any rankings that really like say wow this is super overvalued i mean keep trade cut right now They I have him um, at wide receiver 36 so i mean that's not head in the head of like amari cooper um brandon cooks which is Dude, Brandon Cooks, crazy to me.
2: Yeah,
0: what? Um, Allen Robinson, taking Allen uh, Robinson, Allen
2: Robinson, Brandon yeah. Cooks, every single like that. I guess that's where I was going with the cell. Um, I feel George like Pickens. A lot of around him.
0: Like, who uh, are you taking there? You better be careful with your answer, otherwise. He probably
2: already wants to murder me, and that's fine. I have a gun <laughs> in my house, so don't come, don't come to my house. He's got
0: you. two of them, and they're attached to him. Gun show.
2: That's fine. They can't shoot. I didn't, I
0: didn't process at all. Okay. Just move on um, from that joke. Now I forgot
2: what I was thinking about. Wait, wait. I think Jameson Crowder will eat into um his snap his snap like his target share more than people think it will. Either way. Like
0: was it? Kale doesn't <laughs> agree.
2: I, I don't Jameson Crowder, what was it two years ago? People were saying he was what? Like going crazy.
1: Yeah, but he plays in the slot, dude. Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs. Crowder, Cole Beasley's no longer in the picture. It's not going to affect his snap share at all.
0: You're not sna- no. it's snap. It's not snap share, target share, though. Yeah, I think it's no. a bigger deal.
2: More. Yes.
0: It'll Cole affect more than a Beasley had a high
2: than snap share. Dude, yeah. you could play. Dude, if I had a guy who went on the field 25% of the snaps, but got targeted every time, I would take that over a guy who went on the field and blocked every single time and had a 90%. The targets are king for me. To me, when I look at Snapshare, that can correlate to targets, but the targets are more what I'm concerned
1: about. Okay, so let's talk about this really quick. Cole Beasley last year had 112 targets. You're telling me Jamison Crowder is getting more than 112 targets in that no, offense next no, year? No, no, not
2: at all. I'm saying I think it, his targets will eat into Gabriel Davis's more than people think they will. I think the, the notion of like, oh, they only have Gabriel Davis and, and Stephon Diggs – I don't think it's as simple as that where's all is going with that
1: yeah okay, that's fair but to be fair yeah, no. Gabe Davis only had 63 targets last year so even if he gets up to 100 that's still going to be a major improvement on last
0: year so then well, oh, okay so then at that rate what are we saying that Jameson Crowder would get like 70 then probably if we're gonna if we're gonna go equal amount of targets from last year equal amount of vacated targets you from 112 to 72 that'd be 40 targets if he goes from 63 to 100, you know what I'm saying? So if you have 40, if you're saying you have 112 vacated targets and he's going to take up, you know, 40 of them, then how are we going to be able to divide that up? Like, the, I do kind know. of argue I, to
2: all this is, Gabriel Davis is a long ball header, right? Like.
0: his, I don't know what his 8 odd is. Um, I'd have to look that up. I
2: think it's around, it's pretty, pretty good. Um, a lot of his touchdowns at least are like, deep touchdowns
0: we'll get his player profile real fast but yeah yeah i don't know i mean you're looking at a guy who has finished wide receiver 57 and then wide receiver 57 back-to-back years he's he pretty much showed zero improvement it's almost identical years honestly he kind of regressed in terms of I mean, like yards per touch i mean one less touchdown is it's pretty much the same um but it's not like like yeah we're really going to utilize this guy in the offense and they lose Cole Beasley, and the game, Jameson Crowder. So it's just kind of like, what's really going to change? You're really going to jump up to wide receiver 36 in Dynasty over guys like Brandon Cooks and Allen Robinson when you haven't shown anything yeah. other than one game and the fact that you're tied to, you know, freaking Josh Allen. I mean, honestly, if the addition of James Cook probably has more anything to do than the addition of Jameson Crowder, if you, sure. if you really want to talk about that, like he's going to take a lot more targets. I think, and obviously, you know they talked about playing him out, um, being a wide receiver a little bit. But yeah, I don't know, Gabe Davis. I just I think this.
2: there was people just watched that game, and it was after fantasy was over, and everyone was sitting there doing all the math in their head. And I'm like, dude, he would have over 50 points right now. And like, I, I think it just lingered. People just like, I don't know. You watch one game like that, and you're like, this guy's the best if you watch like week three or some crap and someone would have said his name and you weren't like a dynasty person, you, you, a lot of, the average person would have said who. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. His, here's his, his, his dot
0: was eighth in the league, 13.4. That helps at all. I don't know where you're going with that, but I just want to tell you that.
2: I just saw like, I, I did watch the bills a decent amount, just because all their relevant fantasy players and, I feel like when he was scoring points, there a lot of them were on deep touchdowns. I mean, you look at the Chiefs game that he went off. Why did he go off? Because he caught three deep bombs, right?
0: Yeah. So, and I mean, you still get player profile, like some of his efficiency. He's, I don't know, he's kind of all over the board. Like, he had good contested catch um, rate, but he wasn't, like, super I, great at um, like I mean, these these are like a bunch of like bunch of different stuff. If you look at yards perception, eleventh in the league, that's pretty good. But then like catch rate, eighty seventh in the league. He's just a pretty mediocre player. I don't know. It, I it I actually
2: like Gabe Davis. I just don't like him for the price that some people like. Right. I feel like a lot right. of Gabe Davis owners are just like, you think I'm going to give up a guy who scored fifty six points, and they just want like an outrageous price. And, like whatever. I I mean just everyone in general especially yeah the the further away the less valuable i think he gets but i still think there's some like flow down linger of he just went off like yeah Yeah. i like him he could do well but i i don't know yeah at the price of that
0: what do you have to say and wrap this up
1: uh you know gabe davis if you uh if you want to buy him, go buy them. But the time to sell was this offseason. I would have sold him for a second. I think there's people that probably got first out there. I wish oh, I know like yeah, 100, 110, 111, oh, all like, day. I, all day I, long.
2: I, I really like Alec Pierce. Like, honestly, I'd probably... Would, would you guys rather have Alec Pierce or Gabriel Davis? Uh,
0: I, would, mm, I would probably go... he was around 2-5, I feel
2: like, in a lot of drafts.
0: I would probably go Gabe Davis, but... I I don't know. I, I can't
1: believe he's going ahead of like Chase Claypool, Juju, yeah. Hopkins, even Kaderius Tony.
2: Like, yeah. Bro. Juju's such a buy. Like, I'm sorry, bro. He used to be so good. He's been hurt. Deontay Johnson's a dog. He had to compete with that man. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't Moodle putting him. on for his city. I mean, he kind of was, but not yeah. like the, I'm a dog on the football field. I'm, thro- I'm going to throw for 500 yards since. But, like, he goes to Patrick Mahomes now with no clear wide receiver one on that team, in my opinion. Like he has Travis Kelsey is basically the wide surprise. receiver one. Huh?
0: So Travis Kelsey's is basically the wide receiver one there.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, he's going to get his. I think he'll do really well next year. Kelsey will, but he's still going to have to throw yeah. to someone. Like, to me, right. at the price that Juju's going at, I'm getting sidetracked here. But, like, right. the upside on Juju is wide receiver one. Like, my in my opinion, like, no doubt with with um, Mahomes, like what's the floor? I feel like the floor is pretty safe as well. At the price, yeah, is going yeah.
1: The floor is like wide receiver three, and then a TikTok with uh, Jackson Mahomes and him. That's like that's what Dude, his floor is.
2: I would trade. Uh, I'd give up uh, the first if he made a TikTok with Mahomes right now. I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, okay, I was going through the, uh, the the real fast Dynasty Nerds Trade Finder, and there was on June sixth. Gabe Davis for 2022 first. So they hadn't had the rookie draft yet at 22 first. We don't know what yeah, it that's, is.
2: Dude, that's the hype I'm telling you about. But
0: it like like, was oh, so no. far late. Like, I don't know why. That was so far down the line. I don't know like, why. Congrats,
2: Bozo.
1: Congrats, Bo- Hopefully, even if it's the 112, you won.
0: You won. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For real. I don't
0: Yeah. But who, who? All right.
2: All right. I got <laughs> no before we end this. Since we never talk about coaches, which coach is picking most likely a fight? Oh, my gosh.
0: Um Joe Judge Joe Judge Um oh man okay um man that's tough like how do you how do you even for me define that
2: Harbaugh, 100% Harbaugh. I don't know why he just screams fight to me like I just feel like he would hate Harbaugh. like the Ravens just, always be saying stuff division. like big trust and stuff like I know Harbaugh doesn't but I I don't know it, I don't know, bro.
0: I'm trying to think. Didn't like, they I just play Michigan
2: too? Like, well, I guess that's his brother, but I, I don't know. To me,
0: it's- <laughs> he just hates all he's all hard balls. Um, that's tough. I think that the most likely person, I'll I'll take this and run with it. The most likely person to get in a fight with Pickens would be coach. Dan Campbell. Yeah. The, yeah, the coach to like to like go after George Pickens would be Dan Campbell. That's like the most. I would, say, I would like
2: to see him fight Brandon Staley. I think Brandon Staley deserves to get fought by Pickens. I just bad. don't like Brandon Staley. That, sorry sorry if you're and Some of you might agree with me on some of the decisions we yeah. made in the, towards the end of the year.
0: <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no. All right. Well, I hope you guys appreciate that. Um, wide receiver sells edition um, for the 2022 season. Uh, Hopefully you take some of these and uh, actually implement them in your leagues. And uh, hopefully we don't see you wrong. Uh, But if you, if you listen all the way through this, appreciate it. Um, Don't forget to like, and subscribe on YouTube, Uh, go through. And uh, if you're listening on a podcast, um, you know, Apple podcast or Spotify, make sure um, you leave a review um, through there. that would be much appreciated. And I think you can follow on Spotify, if I'm not mistaken, subscribe on um, Apple podcast as well. So, appreciate it we'll be back uh next week with running back sales um so yeah thank you and uh have a good week